Listen to Reverend Samuel Drew, Senior Pastor of Grace and Truth Tabernacle International, Ghana in West Africa. He comes your way with this podcast. Reverend Samuel Drew is the founder of Revival Africa and Beyond, a non-denominational mission movement. He's also the convener of international conference called Zizendorf Missions Conference, which gathers people, church workers, and church ministers from around the world for a reviving experience for God's mission. Now, Reverend Samuel Drew. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you this morning. We bless you for the privilege of being here again. We ask that you speak unto us in a time of destiny like this. May we not miss our place and forfeit our privilege. So help us, Lord. That every one of us will be who you want us to be. We thank you. Let notions of just being a mere Christian and nothing more to it be discarded by your word today. Help us to come into the fullness of your plans and your purposes as as the prophet said. We ask this in all humility and in all desperation, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. God bless you. Hallelujah. Praise God. How many of you came to church with your Bibles? If you're dead, maybe it is on your phone. A good phone for that matter. A tablet. Or a real Bible. Can you lift it up? I want to see it. Maybe a phone so and I say a Bible kinda with me page up or so. Amen. Amen. Lift it up, I want to see it. Very important. In a good church, you always come with your Bible. And uh, if we don't have all these modern gadgets of tablets and smartphones, it is still fashionable to hold a real Bible, a book. It, it is still good. The, the things that make life, they are beyond technology. So you are not successful merely because you are holding a latest gadget. There is nothing like that. Your success is deeper than that. The last time I listened to maybe one of the three richest men, one of the top three richest men in the world, he still uses 
the tube-like television. It doesn't have a, a, a smart a smart TV or, or a flat screen. Se sofo se ede chatu a uti di o si kapa o wiasi afanye ni ano TV etikopona nubi na odasu eyusu oni di abasu ibi. Sometimes some of the people even have some of these smart things. There's nothing wrong with it. They are they are even wasteful. You see, they are very superficial people. They just have them for having them sick. If we are going to be organized, it is more than having an application for organization. It is you yourself, your discipline. That is what I mean. If you get up from your bed, it's more than an alarm clock. The latest alarm, or oh, have an iPhone to wake me up. I have uh, uh, this one. No, it is a, it's, it's an inward is, installation that makes you to wake up. I say, so sorry, I'm not sorry. So I'm saying this to say that. Don't feel um, ashamed to carry your Bibles if you have to carry it. Amen. Amen. And if you have it on your on a, a, any electronic device to make sure that you are reading it. Then besides your your Bible, you should have something to also make notes with. I am always writing. Even when I came to church, I have written. Always writing. Reading and writing. And uh, I want all of us to be like that. I can give you my church notes, plenty of them. My personal devotional notes, many notes. So let it be part of our enduring culture as grace and truth here and everywhere that distinctive must be there where we write we make notes amen amen it is said that the faintest pen is sharper than the sharpest mind so what you, you jot down you can easily remember what a year the Lord has given us. And we don't want to go as others have gone. There is nothing uh, magic about a theme for a year, but waking up to the responsibility that you have to wake up to. Amen. 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 
It's not a ritual to just bring a team. And it, it also does not cast a doubt on our God that how come that this church has this team and that church has this team, but they are all, they say they are all Christians. Yes. When you come to Revelation chapter 1 and 2, Jesus addressing the churches, the messages were not the same for all the seven churches. It, God, God knows every local church. He knows their need. He knows where they have come to. And if it is a true church with an angel of the Lord, a minister, hearing well, God will speak to him clearly as to where they have come to, what must be done, what they must do. And when you are in a local church, you have to belong well. Because there is a tailored message for a local church. Every group of believers, there is a tailored message. So, for instance, you'll be spiritually out of place to be enjoying another message when God has set you in this place. You are spiritually out of place. Because God has assessed you and is bringing you a timely word. That is where concentration comes in. That you belong to this church. The church in Ephesus should not be, be, be bothered about a message to the church in Thessalonica. No. So sit in very well and hear every word of God with rapt attention. Because God is speaking to you and He knows you better than you think you know yourself. Oh, I wish they could address this matter and talk about this. I wish this our theme. Sometimes you can even carve your own theme. It's amazing. It is gross spiritual illiteracy to attempt those things. He said, I will give you teachers and pastors after my own heart. They shall feed you with knowledge, with the, the exact portion and ration of spiritual meal that you need. And that is prophecy right there. The man of God doesn't have to precede everything he's saying with that says the Lord. That he is speaking in time the truth of God to where the church has come to. That is prophecy. So from the caption or 
the headline message for the year, like Soren, he may be teaching, he may be preaching, he may be exhorting, they are all prophesying. And if you believe and you receive, then you will prosper. It's as simple as that. There is no magic to it. A sticker of a theme of the year at the back of your car in front of your door, it does you no good. Understand the ways of God. Isaiah chapter 60, verse 1. If Isaiah 60, the verse number 1. And because you have a Bible, you open to it or you read from the screen with us. Arise, shine. Sorry, shrink. For thy light is come. So, we realize that Isaiah chapter 60 is God's model, is God's uh, uh, picture of sorrowing. When God brings you a word, he does not pick somebody in the world as the model for you. So I've told you sorrowing, but I'm giving you a pattern in the world. That's not how God works. So the pattern is right in the word of God. Paul the apostle, for instance, said, says that I am a pattern unto all those that should hereafter believe. He is a pattern. He is a model. So if the church has anybody to look up to, it's not somebody who has made it in Rome, but, but Christ apostle. We don't look for models in the world for our marriages. No, they are right in the, in the, in the word of God. How did Sarah treat Abraham? The husband. Sarah called him Lord. That is how what a Christian woman should do. A Christian woman is not learning from her neighbor or somebody that is known in the world. There are rich people in the Bible. Barnabas, the son of consolation, was one of them. How did he use his riches? He sold things that he had and he brought it to the church. That is a model, not just somebody who is, I'm, I'm into businesses, I don't even have time to come to church. You know, it's a Sunday morning, but I'm running after things. No, the model is in the word of God. Hallelujah. Amen. 
So Isaiah 60 is the model of soaring. This is what it means to soar strictly in God's mind. When God speaks, the meaning is not found in a dictionary. It is in inspiration, his word. Arise and shine, for thy light is come. Arise and shine from prophecy to responsibility. Any irresponsible prophecy is dubious. God does not have spoiled children. He wants his children to be responsible. And then he says, For thy light is come. This morning we are looking at that. For thy light is come. For the light is come, understanding the times. Arise and shine from prophecy to responsibility. For the light is come because the prophecy is continuing. The word of God is continuing. For the light is come. It speaks of time. And we want to understand that time. For thy light is come, understanding the times. It matters we understand times. Jesus said, I must work while it is day. The yes. night cometh when no man can work. So both day and night, they are times. And 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 Different things are done at those different times. Now, the man, any man or woman whose today is just like it's yesterday, he lacks a sense of God's timing. So for you, it's not just figures that have changed, that 2021, then it has come to 2022. No, there is, there is more to know and to understand about that. That is just a name. Like, it was 8 o'clock, now it is 9 o'clock. What is the difference? What has happened? Ephesians chapter 5, verse 6. Verse 16, rather. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. You see, he's talking about the importance of time and understanding the times why. 
He said, the times are evil. So, Kasafa, so, Uhunu, a Breno, and then Fasua, Wabreno, so I say, Breno, Eye, and Naboni. Romans chapter 13, verse 11. Romans 13, 11. And that knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep, to arise and shine. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believed. Colossians 4.5 Colossians 4.5 Walk in wisdom toward them that are without, redeeming the time. Now all that the Bible is saying is that understand the times. The light is come, understanding the times. For instance, an investor knows that investing at the right time can make a big difference in his business. Timing so, is so important in investment. So, we call something the time value of money, which simply means that what money could buy today, in a week's time or in a year's time, or some time to come, it may not be able to buy. The value has changed. Now, the money has not changed. It's the same value or denomination, but it can't purchase what it can purchase because of time. A farmer knows that sowing at the right time is what makes the difference, not just at any time. So, when you look around at the moment, you see that every green is almost a green plant is almost going brown. It is a certain time. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. Ecclesiastes 3 1. To everything, not some things, everything, there is a season and a time to every purpose under the heaven. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 1. Even issues of, of security. They are time sensitive. Issues of security are time sensitive. A slight mistake of a security personnel can cost him or whatever that he is securing. It's all about time. First Kings chapter 20, verse 39. 20, 39. 
And as the king passed by, he cried unto the king, and he said, Thy servant went out into the midst of the battle. And behold, a man turned aside, and brought a man unto me, and said, Keep this man. If by any means he be missing, then shall thy life be for his life, or else thou shalt pay a talent of silver. Now what's happening here is a prisoner of war has been put in someone's custody that watch over this person. Make sure that he does not run away. Now look at what happened in verse 40. And as thy servant, the security person, was busy here and there. When we say you are busy, what is it? Time. I don't have time. Was busy here and there. He was gone. And the king of Israel said unto him, So shall thy judgment be. Thyself has decided it. And as thy servant was busy here and there, he did not understand the times, he was gone. Sometimes you may not understand this and you know how important. Some prisoners are very important prisoners. If you lose them, you will release crime back to society. Or you have endangered society. So as the servant was busy here and there, he was gone. I pray that soaring will not be gone from you. I pray that your life being lived in a revolutionary way this year will not slip from you. May you not be busy here and there. May you have concentration. May you have focus. If you want that, you, you want to say a good amen to it. Amen. That's why we come to church. Please understand, the reason for coming to church is not offering. We come to church for improvement of your life. The Bible word is edification. It, is, it comes from the word edifice, a building, so that you'll be built up. There is nothing senseless about church. No, it is God's program for building human beings that he has created. Understand why you are in church. And I thank God for you. That you are in this place. In a time like this. Where God has said is our time of sorrow. All my prayer for you is that you will not be busy here and there. But that your life will find fulfillment in the word of God. So, timing is very important. 
For thy light is come, understanding the times. If we're a Christian, understanding is about 80% of your Christian life. What are you even obeying if you don't understand what you obey? One of the important prayers in the Bible is not that your enemy will die. Paul knew better than that. He is wiser than that. He says that you, the eyes of your understanding will be enlightened when you be busy. That is the prayer of an apostle like no other. If your enemy dies and you don't understand why you are the way you are, your enemy has just died. You remain the way you are. I pray for you that your eyes shall be enlightened the eyes of your understanding shall be opened may your understanding be opened the central themes of the book of proverbs proverbs stands on three things wisdom knowledge and understanding that is proverbs for you then of all the three wisdom knowledge and understanding like faith hope and love he says that understanding is the greatest so he says in all you're getting get understanding get understanding may the lord give you understanding may he alone give you understanding sometimes you see let me use this word it's 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 a street word so that you understand it god is not a ragamuffin the thing about the holy ghost is understanding not fire don't africanize holy spirit don't turn holy spirit into a boxer a fighter a firefighter against things you think you disapprove holy ghost fire no holy ghost understanding the church is not a fellowship of fools it's a fellowship of wise men and presiding over that assembly is the Holy Spirit. He gives understanding to the saints. For the light is come. Understanding the times. You don't see the Holy Spirit here, but He is right here. The Holy Spirit is here. Giving understanding. He is giving you understanding. He is giving you understanding. He is giving you understanding. Sometimes the reason why you are not stopping something is because you don't understand why you should stop. You don't understand why you should come to church. You don't understand certain things. Because 
the spirit has not given you understanding in those areas. This year, may you walk in understanding. Because according to your understanding, so shall your flight be. There are possible hindrances to maximizing this present time, the time of soaring, that our light is come. There are possible hindrances I want to show us to maximizing this present time. See, that is the wisdom and the beauty of life. You should know what can stop you, what can minimize you, what can make you small, what can make you unfulfilled. You should know them and then you consciously build a hedge against them. So what are some of the possible hindrances to maximizing this present time? We are trying to understand that the, the times that we are in. It's a good time. A time of soaring. Our light is come. There could be things that could hinder us from making good use of the time. Sometimes it is it is a check-in time for you at an airport. But then something happened and you could not, you miss your flight. Sometimes there's an accident on the road. You are moving from here to somewhere to pick a flight. Then there's an accident. You couldn't, you couldn't go. I pray that this year nothing will hinder you. Ecclesiastes chapter 11, the verse number 4. Ecclesiastes 11, 4. He that observes the wind shall not sow, and he that regards the clouds shall not reap. What is that? I call that surrounding adverse circumstances. It can hinder you from maximizing the time. For instance, there is pandemic. Whether it is slowing down or it is still around or escalating, we don't know. Now, you, you, your whole life can come to a standstill or you can minimize the timing of God for you because of this surrounding circumstance. Now, 
are you going to be bold and take certain decisions or you are going to be cold because there is something in the in the skies i have to be careful the way i do my i can't do this thing because of this so be nya kuku tro ajia enuma bi anase obeye nwinu akase o enuma bi wo ho nti me wose me twetwe me nan ase me ntimi enye saa nyoma yi surrounding adverse circumstances economic conditions they, they 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 may not be favoring you what do you do do you hang a whole promise of soaring because of economic conditions what can i do my country where i stay the, the economy is not good money money is not flowing therefore i can do this surrounding adverse circumstances so we see a kwan ahodo a etwa ehu ahia no bi bi timi aye se de oman amamuo no esitie o se se de oman sika semesi akoye yi sika enni oman mu enni ma pese me ye no timi nya u be gai ana se u be to akoso aye de wo se wo ye but i want to take you back to 31st night that economic indicators may be down nationally or globally but remember national or international problems do not overtake our god god is still god in the midst of famine he can keep his people and he will keep you number two is wrong priorities they can hinder you in maximizing the present time luke chapter 9 from verse 59 luke 9 from verse 59 and he said unto another, Follow me, let us saw. But he said, Lord, suffer me first to go and bury my father. Listen, there is nothing wrong with funerals, but don't live your life for funerals. The Bible must set you straight, even when it comes to your culture. Now this guy, he's not even talking about, you know, I'm, I've closed my business and going for funeral. He's telling Jesus that I can't follow you, not my business. I have shut my shop and you too, I have shut you down because I'm going to this day. Wrong priorities. Sixty-one, and another also said, "Lord, I will follow you, but let me first. See, He has placed Himself first. We began this year immediately. You have missed priorities. You are number one on your own list. You, you have come on top comfortably. God can see that you are sitting on top of your priorities this year." wrong priorities i pray that you will not miss your priorities this year can you say a good amen amen 
How many of you are learning wisdom? Wave your hand very well. Amen. Amen. That's why in this church it's not just about dancing and jumping and doing the normal thing. It's a waste of time. See that you walk circumspectly, the Bible says. And to walk circumspectly, you must hear circumspectly. If you claim that you are a Christian, you walk with the Lord, and you don't learn wisdom, how have you justified that you were a Christian. Because wisdom is justified by her children. Listen to me. Holiness is wisdom. Purity is wisdom. You the girls here, that is what purity means. Impurity is rather insanity. It is stupidity. It is foolishness. Wisdom is purity. You walk with Jesus. He tells you to give like we gave last year. The gifts and giving service. Giving is wisdom. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Consecration is wisdom. That you present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your wise, reasonable, intelligent service. It's wisdom. Self-denial, not self-gratification and self-indulgence. It is wisdom. If you sit in God's house, no wonder David said, I was glad when they said unto me. He was a king because he was knowing that the best school, the best business school, the best royal school, the best family school, the best any school is in the house of God. May you become wiser than your peers this year. May you become wiser than your peers this year. It's a prayer for you. Respond with a good amen. May you be wiser than your peers this year. Wiser. Sometimes people say they are going for counseling. And the people they are going to counseling from, they don't know head and tail from the Bible. All they know is that I'm doing consultation. I sit down. I will tell you something. What kind of wisdom is that? The prophet said, You have rejected the word of God. Where is your wisdom? The Lord told Moses that give unto them the law, the ordinances, the statutes. It shall be their wisdom. Thou shalt have no other God before me. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's good. Thou shalt not commit adultery. Thou shalt not commit. But all these things are your wisdom. They are wisdom. Wisdom is 
Why is somebody cursed? Because he dared to take his neighbor's wife and he has inherited the curse. That is no wisdom. Why is somebody in prison? Because he coveted and he stole. That is no wisdom, man. When God is talking to you, little man, wisdom is talking to you. He is the all wise God. He is the only wise God. A greater than Solomon, Jesus said, is here. Solomon was just operating a microcosm of God's wisdom. Just a micro. If you receive God's word, if you love this word, do you know my passion and my jealousy for you? That you will love this word of God. It gives you an excellent life. It gives you a stable life. It gives you a predictable life of honor and glory and riches. That's the word of God. Number three. Possible hindrances to maximizing the present time. Oh, this one is a pandemic in itself. It is laziness. Everything is set, but you are lazy. Arise and shine, but you are sitting down. Proverbs chapter 19, verse 15. 19th chapter of Proverbs, the verse number 15. Slothfulness. It's an old English for laziness. It cast into a deep sleep, and an idle soul shall suffer hunger. 24. A slothful man hides his hand in his bosom, and he will not so much as bring it to his mouth again. It's amazing. Look at the distance from a bowl to your mouth. But laziness is causing that kind of hunger. Among the wisdom that Solomon received is the ability to give weight to Proverbs. Not just the Proverbs, but to infuse the Proverbs with the weight so that you can see the wisdom that he's talking about. Chapter 24 of Proverbs, verse 30. It's a year of sorrowing, but I went by the field of the slothful and by the vineyard of the man void of understanding. I told you, he does not understand the times. Proverbs 24, verse 30. Everybody has got a soaring field to start the year on and so, but I came around and this guy is still there. What's at the low level, he's not soaring. And lo, it was all grown over with thorns. And nettles had covered the face thereof, and the stone wall thereof was broken down. 
Listen to this. When you see things you don't want in your life, check. There could be laziness around. You are a student. You don't like the grace you see. Check. There is laziness around. You check your sales in a day. You don't, you don't like the sales. Check. Maybe you need to work harder. Don't reduce life to just, I have prayed and it is, it is God is going to do a miracle. I've gone for a prayer meeting somewhere. You are here. You have a special place you could start. Your work will prosper. If what you are hearing can make your work prosper, forget about where you are going. I'm telling you. That place we have been to, I know them. We have been over all those hills and we have come back. We have seen where wisdom is. We have seen where wisdom is. We have seen where wisdom is. Christians are very, very interesting. Professing Christians for that matter. With all the running up and down and applying all spiritual methods and what have you, there are still their worldly, ungodly, immoral neighbors who are ten times richer than them. How are they making it? If an unbeliever is hardworking and the Christian is lazy, God will watch and the Christian will fail and the unbeliever will succeed. So be a one year day or you born home one day, you say to ma, when you go over Shannon Amanetti, now Christina won't pepper and what to all know. Your roommate has a girlfriend, but after all that, he still stays up in the night to study. You, you don't. You come from church or fellowship meeting, you come and sleep in the night. Don't be surprised the grace you are getting in school. Was say, say, roommate, I want to know her or girlfriend, or yes, I know you know your baby, and I say, no, she had here, was super co-fellowship, what brand, what baby, da, hey, and your back was so I challenge all of you, the students in this house. There is a book I'm doing purposely for you, but before it comes, you can still accept. I challenge you, but it's why you went to school. You did not go to school to flip your phone, you did not go to school to become a premature wife. You did not go to school for any of those. You went there to learn. You went there to study. Justify the reason why you are there. Justify it. Love to study. Discipline yourself to study. Be hard working. Get your results at the end of the semester and be smiling because you worked hard. 
That's how we become doctors. That's how we become lawyers. That's how you leave the poverty structure in society. That's how you leave it. That's how you leave the class of nobodies in society. I say learn hard. Learn hard. Learn more than you dance. Dancing will not give you a career. It will not give you a monthly salary. It is just a scale. What will rather institute put you in a place of regular income is something you learn your day. In school. Those of you doing one trade or other, don't despise it. Don't despise it. Do it well. Do it well. Do it well. Do it well. The pastors of this church, a few of us, we met and we prayed for you on Tuesday that God will cause you to soar. But beyond that, you must work hard. Don't do the Ghanaian thing where you go to your workplace and you are just looking at a television somewhere. Use that time profitably. There is time to read your Bible. There is time to sell in your shop. Make sure you are doing everything at the right time. That's how to make it. And then by the time you know by the grace of God, you have you have a little money. You can buy a land. You can build on it. Yes, you. I'm talking to you. You can do it. I say you can do it. I say you can do it. I say you can do it. You can. You can. You can have a family. You can take your children to good schools. You widen the gap of poverty. This is Christianity. Number four. Distractions. It's a hindrance. Distractions everywhere. Your eyes, they can't stay at one place. Distraction. So, to me, for when you see a dear Bacuso, I feel Kubo. Distraction. Yesterday, I was in my office. Somebody came knocking. I don't know whether he's here. Co, co, co. I did not even get up to go and see which one. Distraction. What for? No. That is my time. Can't be distracted, won't be distracted, must not be distracted. No distraction. Listen, if you don't learn this discipline, 2022 will come, 2023 will come. There's no magic in them. You'll be the same old you person. Because for you, anything goes. People can take three hours from you, you don't care. How do they take it? For, on your phone. You are flipping, watching status, listening to a, a, a story, somebody's story. Sometimes I want to, I, I see something, I want to delete it. I feel that I can't delete it. It pains me because this is worth deleting. The way you have appeared on my phone, because it's not by force. You can't come on my phone just like that. 
Are you following what I'm saying? You will not be distracted. Amen. Listen, if a driver gets distracted, what is the hope for the passengers? You should be more careful with your life than a driver with a car. So no distraction. You can't stay in one church. You can't listen to one preacher. Amazing you. You can't stay in your own house. It's like visiting people anyhow is a it's a job. Whether they like it or not, I have come over. I have come. I have come to see you. Wonderful. May you not be distracted. You see, in a few years back, not a few years, quite some number, we had what we call the industrial revolution. It was, it was an age of machines. Noise. Printing came in and uh, all kinds of things coal mines so noise everywhere smoke everywhere but now we have information technology age even posts we have gone ahead with the IT now it is even more noisier than the industrial age those the the mechanization of those days i'm saying that the distra- the noise of this age is more than that the noise is on our phones the noise is in our gadgets the noise is in our is is all over the place listen Every app you download, you have added noise to your life. You see, some of you don't like truth. And you are in a church called Grace and Truth. If you did not have Facebook in your life, it is additional hours to your life. But now you have it. I'm not saying you delete it. That is up to you. I'm teaching you wisdom. Are you following what I'm saying? Amen. Amen. I'm teaching you wisdom. So you have it plenty. Plenty. So time for reading it goes there. Yeah. I'm saying that we could see some of you, you know, your reaction. I know exactly what it means. When the teacher is teaching and the people don't like it. And I'm, I'm on you. I want you to do well. And you will do well. Amen. You do? I don't want to raise a church of, you know, like I said, God is not ragamuffins. A church of ragamuffins. Nobody's. Eh? That's not me. I know exactly the picture that God has shown me. Oh, yes, I know. <laughs> Nothing is game when it comes to what we are doing. It is, it is down to earth, serious business. May you escape these things. So that you will maximize the time. 
Because your light is come. You maximize the time because your light is what? So all these distractions, know to them. No to surrounding adverse circumstances. It can't distract me. No to wrong priorities. No to laziness. And no to distraction. For the light is come. When we say light, do you understand? What does Isaiah mean? Is he talking about this one? The light here it speaks it speaks of unveiling unveiling See how we unveil a bride? The word light is now I am unveiled for my unveiling is come. The light speaks of coming to the stage. It's your time for your performance. The light speaks of prominence for your prominence has come. But I'm nobody. No, listen to what God is saying. There is a voice from the corridors of destiny that it is time for your prominence. What does the, the, the prophet mean by light? What exactly does it mean? It means significance. The word light, your significance has come. It means your influence has done. You have not done anything with your life, but it is time for it. It's time to start work. It's time to answer some questions. It's time to make some A grades. What does it mean that the light, the light, that the word light, what does it mean? It means coming forward to be seen as against being at the back bench. Coming forward to be seen. So I see something like Joseph, he is in a dungeon, he is in a prison of Egypt, and then God brings him out of there to be seen that is light. I see Moses at the backside of the desert, 40 years of silence, 40 years of hiddenness, 40 years of nothing to his life, 40 years, the man was 80 years at the time God called him, 40 years of nobody, then God brings him by the voice of prophecy. Moses, Moses, Come now, therefore, I will send you. What does that mean? Arise and shine, your light is come. So God brings him from a desert and he brings him to be a spokesman to the powerful king of his time. Hallelujah. 
I'm talking about David. David was tending his father's sheep. David, you know, heard for so. He was a bush boy. Sheep was his friend. He was a shepherd boy. But his time came. For the light is come. And so David moved from being a shepherd boy, a bush boy, in the tickets of the bush, he came to the front lines. And all this young man understood the times. He had a sense, a perception, an intuition, a clarity of destiny when the seniors said what is the matter with you go back you are proud he said what are you talking about is, 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 is it not a cause is there not a cause think about it is there not a cause is there not a cause some of you it's time to go to school is there not a cause i must go to school some of you it's time to marry is there not that is how we live life Life must assume a certain responsibility, a certain kind of understanding to become anybody. That's light. That's light. It is coming forward. This year, the Lord is bringing you forward. The Lord is bringing you forward. The Lord is bringing you forward. I am coming forward. You are coming forward. We are coming forward. We saw means we come forward. I saw means I come forward. You saw means you come forward. Come forward in the name of Jesus. Come forward. Come forward. In our family, we don't do this. No, I'm coming forward. Is there not a cause? It is coming forward. As against being hidden. Being instead of being obscured. Being covered. Being irrelevant. Nobody cares about you. You yourself don't care about yourself. Sidelined. Ignored. Insignificant. Belittled. And, and taken for granted. In the name of Jesus. You will not be taken for granted anymore. You will not be belittled anymore. You will not be insignificant anymore. You will not be ignored anymore. You will not be sidelined anymore. You will not be irrelevant anymore. You will not be covered anymore. You will not be obscured anymore. You shall not be hidden anymore. You are vacating your back bench. Then you are coming forward. I see somebody that the world is going to salute. You better make time and read Isaiah chapter 60. And in case your faith cannot handle it, do some work on your faith because it has not changed and still come back and read it. What a mighty God we serve. Who is able to lift up people from the dunk hill and set them up on the top hill. 
and give them significance in life and make them a flashpoint of attraction that the trees of the field shall cut for them that angels shall serve them as for men they will bow to them glory to jesus hallelujah what a day to be alive understand what light means that's it and no 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 therefore the light is come is a special time of your announcement your announcement we are god is announcing you it's a time of your declaration. Hey, look at John chapter 1, verse 18. John 1 18. No man has seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, He has declared. See the word declared. It's a time of declaration, unveiling. Nobody has seen God before. When Jesus came, He showed how God is. John chapter 1 verse 18. John 1 18. 18. 18. Obi ehunu wo nyankopon pen. Oba wo wo no kro no, ota eja no ekukumu no. Ono na waji no adi akyere. So you understand that what light means. Now we say that light is come. It means that it is a time God uncovers you. It's a moment of commission. It's a moment of assignment. It's a moment of relevance. It is a moment God says to creation, ladies and gentlemen, may I now introduce to you so and so. That is the light is come. God is holding your hand to introduce you. It's a time of search. You come forward. It's a time of extraordinary men compelling and attracting favor. <laughs> Psalm 102. People will favor you, they don't even know why. 102, Psalm, verse 13. Thou shalt arise. Thou shalt Isaiah sister, and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor her. Who understands the time? The set time. Is come. For thy servants take pleasure in her stones and favor the dust thereof. Everything is favored. Even your dust and your stones. Verse 15. So the heathen shall fear the name of the Lord. And all the kings of the earth, your glory. Die. Whose glory? Come on. Whose glory? 
whose glory? Thy glory. Listen. We teach people to be doctors. How many of you want somebody to come to you and, and when it's coming to operate on you? They say, are you a doctor? He said, no, I'm a farmer. How many of you want him to, to operate on you? He is coming to prescribe a medicine for you. He asks you, are you a doctor? No, he said, I'm a footballer. We teach people to be doctors. Likewise, we teach believers to soar. That's what you are hearing. We teach to Saul, teaching them that we may present every man soaring in Christ. Alive the fact that it's a time of extraordinary men compelling and attracting favor. Listen. Things you have never attracted before to your life. This year, there is going to be a magnet male attraction in your life. Suddenly. Because it is time. For the light is come. People did not see why they should be with you. But now they begin to be with you. People should not see why they should employ you. But now they begin to employ you. People did not see why they should do certain things for you. But suddenly, because the light is coming. When Jesus was about ending his ministry, almost everybody left him. Because he had finished his part of Isaiah chapter 60, the spirit is upon me. He has finished his part of Isaiah chapter 53, the suffering Messiah. He is despised, wounded for our transgressions. He has been through over and that phase was over. And people did not want anything to do with him anymore. So they left all men left him, including his own disciples. Then came Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter 2 is the inauguration of Isaiah chapter 60. It was prophetic activation. It is, it is the equivalent of Joel's prophecy of I will pour my spirit upon all your sons and your daughters. Because the outpouring of the spirit is the explosion of glory. And so the glory came on them. And suddenly people that were rejected now they were accepted. People that people ran away from. Consistently in the book of us, you see people being added to them. Multitudes being added. The Gentiles were coming in their drones. And 
I see in the spirit that multitude of things multitudes of people multitudes multitudes are coming to you they are coming to you it is the season of the multitudes when you read Isaiah chapter 60 you will come across the word the word multitude multitude it is the season of the multitudes and you also see that they are coming to you they are coming they, they, they are coming the dromedaries are coming the gentiles are coming their kings are everything is coming they are coming to you indeed they are coming to you indeed they are coming to you indeed oh yes they come you know what you see i'm speaking the wisdom of god in the mystery we are speaking wisdom god owns this world listen your wisdom is according to your level of understanding when god speaks when god speaks and you don't understand you are no near wisdom no matter what you know oh my goodness god is obeying his wisdom to you listen you see this generator here it powers anything that we want to do in the church when the national grid goes down what powers the the light the time is two things the purpose and the power of god it is god's purpose that what this thing must happen and he has power to make it happen so the generator of his purpose and power Two wings of soaring. God's purpose, God's power. God's purpose, God's power. God's purpose. So the book of Ephesians, it says, according to this eternal purpose, which he purposed in Christ. That's that's why you don't have to worry about where you are purpose and power it lifts you up god's purpose and god's power the two wheels of the chariots of fire for your transition is purpose and power the tides purpose and power and you are flying so not your purpose god's purpose that god has decreed that you should be lifted and god has power to ensure you're lifted and so the gates are lifted up as the kings of glory come in Ephesians chapter 3. Verse 9. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Oh yes. If we don't understand all that we are saying, that is the level of your Christianity. You need to grow up. It's as simple as that. Ephesians chapter 3. Verse 9. 
and to make all men see. Arise and shine. You understand what is going on? How many men? <laughs> How many men? Yes, Lord. To make only God can do that. That is exactly what he, he, he makes of Jesus when he will come again. Everybody will see him. But before that, he is using us as examples. To make all men see whether they like it or not, they will see. What is the fellowship of the mystery? The mystery of Isaiah persisting. Which from the beginning of the world has been hidden in God. Who created all things by Jesus Christ? To the intent. You better read verse 10 for us. To the intent. Ephesians 3.10 that now unto the principalities, those who matters in the world, empowers political powers, spiritual powers, all powers, in heavenly places, might be known by the church. Isaiah chapter 60. They might be known by the church. Isaiah chapter 60. The church will show them Isaiah chapter 60. The manifold wisdom of God. Verse 11. According to the eternal purpose, which he purposed in Christ Jesus our Lord. said, Joseph. Why are you now number two in Egypt? The purpose of God and the power of God. Period. Moses, why are you now out from the wilderness and you are now a national deliverer? Purpose and power of Almighty God. David, why are you now somebody killing a giant that is threatening a whole nation? The purpose and the power of God is at work. The purpose and the power of God is at work. And guess what? It is no more Joseph. It is no more Moses. It is not David now. It is you that I'm talking to. I say it is you that I'm talking to. The purpose and the power of God. It makes you. 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 Hallelujah. The purpose and the power of God. The purpose and the power of God. Listen. I'm speaking prophetically. Some of you, people will beg to kiss your hands. Did you hear what I said? They will beg to kiss your hands. Because you, you mean so much to them. People will beg to clean your shoes. <laughs> they will beg. Listen. When it is time for a lady to do a wedding, we don't force anybody. She will sit down. They will make a hair for her. 
they will do her lipstick for her. I mean, she's just sitting down like this. They do this, they do this, they shine here, they do that. How many of you, they have done that to you before? They, those who wear, wear that. Come on, raise your hand, let me see you. You wear that. That is exactly how God does when it is time for you because your light has come. Then we bring them from here all of a sudden. Everybody comes to church the same way, but they come differently. They bring their car to the back here. Then we bring the lady over there. Then suddenly everybody stands up for the lady. I see people are going to stand up for you. They shall stand up for you. They shall stand up for you. They will stand up for you. Rev. 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 Say the Lord. Your standing up is not in your school. It's not in your school. It's not in your school. For a time shall come, say the Lord, that even people of your profession, they cannot find, fend for themselves. They will not find a job to do. They will not find a house to build. But in my purpose and by my power, as you walk according to my will and my ways, so will I lift you up, say the Spirit of God. So will I lift you up. Your lifting is in my plan, my purpose, my power, my plan, my purpose, and my power. See the Spirit. Listen. When it happens, what is light? What are some of the things I mentioned? Unveiling. 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 Come, Mary, quickly. So Mary is coming. She is going to be wedded. That's how they come, isn't it? Come like we are going to be wedded. Come. That's how they come. Then in about 15 minutes time, come. Come. Don't worry, I'm holding you. You will not, you will not, you will not fall. This is, this, is, this is where they stand. So Mary is in this thing. Then this guy is standing here who doesn't even know why he has brought this one here. What is the matter? Because her light has come. Her light has come. Her light has come. Her light has come. Joseph, David said, uh, uh, Pharaoh said, put my ring on his hand. Kodahasa and put him in my chariot. Pharaoh's second chariot. They placed Mary inside. They placed Joseph inside because the light is come. Somebody, your light is come. Somebody, your light is come. Somebody, your light is come. I prophesy to you, your light is come. I declare to you, your light is come. Your light is come. Your light is come. Anything that wants to rob you of the time that you are in, I curse it in the name of Jesus. Any wrong priorities that want to steal you out of God's timing and plans for your life in the name of Jesus be delivered from all those things 
in his spirit of laziness attitude of laziness inability to do what you must do in time be delivered from it in the name of jesus because your time has come your time has come come on your time has come i say your time has come yes my time has come my time is come the chariots of fire for my transition is in town my time is come my time is come my time is come come on if we're in the spirit begin to pray my time is come pray my time is come 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 i am being lifted by the purpose and the power of god i am soaring by divine will by his plan by his purpose and his power by his purpose and his power by his purpose and his power ah the chains that holds me down are no more i take off in the name of jesus i take off in the name of jesus i take off in the name of jesus i saw in the name of jesus hallelujah listen look up here this year I feel you. you are breaking the laws of gravity whatever holds you down this year you will hold that thing down yeah. listen I have news for you the skies are your highways the skies are your what you are going this way not this way life must have heights and this year you are going higher three things and then we close because it is your time you must do three things number one act decidedly act decisively act decisively don't 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 hold between two opinions don't be this, be indecisive it is your time act decisively score, score the goal it's your time do the job. It's your time. Decisiveness. You see, in life, the wheel of motion is decisiveness. When anytime you come to a standstill, it is telling you that you are indecisive. Be decisive. Take confident, concrete decisions. Take decisions. Take action. Produce something. Create something. Innovate. Propose if you have to. Get wedded. Marry. Decision. 
apply for a job. Build that house. That house. Build it. Apply for a school. One brother came to me. He has gotten admission. He's in the service now. Two, two, two schools have picked him. He came to say, Pastor, what is the matter? He said, Two schools have picked me. Good courses. Same top universities in the country. I don't have money to go. As if I didn't see his face. I said, You go. He, he, he was talking to me from the south. I was looking at the north. I said, You will go. Man. Within one week, I don't know how it happened. He has paid school fees. He has rented accommodation. He is going to school. Man. What are you talking about? Be, be decisive. He told me, Pastor, next year, I said, no way. This year, you are going to school. It is this year, not next year. When Pastor says you are going to school this year, you have no choice. You are going. Money will come for you. Amen. It is this year. Look at yourself and say, it is this year. Come on, talk to yourself. It is this year. Be highly decisive. Apply for scholarship. Be decisive. Apply for scholarship. Apply scholarship. Take a certain course. Be decisive. Accounting students. There is something called chartered whatever. You know it. Take a course. Do it. You know, sometimes it's pride that hinders you from being decisive. Just pride. In case you don't know. A certain decision may look like you have come down. Because Sister, we may warena. When you will be warena. What what do you mean? What in the world do you mean? Be decisive. One of my friends was talking to me, he's a pastor. You were in the same church. Another pastor wanted to marry that lady. She said no. Then she married somebody else. That's a long time ago. As I'm talking now, the lady is in her late 40s. She's working in a bank. She's not married. She's still there. We don't marry bank. Are you following what I'm saying? We don't marry work. Sisters, the secret to marriage, number one, I've said it again, I repeat, number one, humility. Number two, humility. Number three, humility. Humble yourself and stop all this ayesem you are doing. We don't know what you want. It's like nobody is your size, no size. And then sometimes you the guy too, you don't want to get down because you know, they look at me. Who are you? If I marry this person, what will people think? What will people think? Who cares? Sometimes just to move from a place to some 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 affordable accommodation. You you don't want to. You are still behaving as if you know you, you own articulator. But the grace of God, I can say this and I'm not ashamed of it. 
we, I saw, we were all grown-ups. My sisters, they were not teenagers. They were, they were grown-ups. Myself and my sisters, we were all staging in one room, in the hall. My parents were in the chamber. We were, when we get up, in, when we are coming to sleep in the morning, we remove all the chairs, the sofa chairs. We push it to the wall. When we get a visitor, my parents will move from their room and come and sleep with us, and then they will be there, bathing from one bathroom, because the whole floor is a story building. Every floor of several rooms, they have one toilet and bath. As I'm talking today, by God's grace, I, I don't have one toilet. I have many other, many toilets. But listen, humble yourself. And he will lift you up. The highway of grace is called humility. Be humble. One of our pastors told me, he went to preach somewhere. We, we had an invitation and he went to preach. The pastor of that church, he stays in the queues. You know why? That is his work and he stays there and he is roofing his house this month. He stays in the queues. Roof. You, you don't stay in the queues, but you don't have one block. Are you following what I'm saying? Sometimes pride. So he stays in the queues. And people are like, what? He knows why he's staying there. Humility. Humility. Don't let humility, lack of humility make you indecisive. Be humble and decide. Marry the next available sister and move on. Choose a certain thing or whatever and move on. Another reason why people are not decisive is fear. Fear. I can't do wedding. Fear. What is wedding? We do wedding with love. Not money. When you see expensive wedding, be alarmed. One time I went to visit a pastor in his church, one of my fathers. He was angry. He won the church. He said, I will never go to any wedding done outside this auditorium. Why? He went to conduct the, the, the guy and the girl. They said they don't even want the church. They want a garden. Very expensive. Within three months, they have beaten themselves, beaten themselves, and the wedding has dissolved. The marriage has dissolved. Very expensive wedding. So he was angry. He said, look, I will never... He said, anything you want. He said, yeah, we have light. We have roof. We have... We will do the wedding here. Don't let fear keep you from decisions. When you decide, all of nature will help you. All of nature. Number two, act decisively. Act, act swiftly. When you act decisively, because of the time, your light has come. Act swiftly. Be swift. You see, being swift is different from rushing. Swiftness is strategic move. It is a tactical move. Swiftness. That's how eagles move. They are tactical, then they move. 
When you, you rush, it is not strategic. It is just sometimes emotions moving you. Sometimes it is just senselessness. You know, you, you don't resort to anything. You just move. Everything, speak. No. But to be swift is a strategic, tactical maneuver. It's a move from, by strategy from wisdom from thoughtfulness you know it's like a military you know that this is the time to move and you move swiftly when eagles fly slow they are flying low and when they fly low, they burn a lot of energy. So when you are not straight, that is what, what you are doing. You are low and you are burning energy. You, are, you, 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 you get tired, burned out, stressed because you are not swift in your decisions. You don't do things quickly when you are supposed to do them. Finally, act wisely. Understand the times and act decisively. What decisions must you take this year? Act decisive. between two opinions. After attending this church for a while, you have still not made up your mind. What, what, what are you doing here? You have not decided that this is my church. That's wonderful. Decisiveness. I don't think in my life, if it's even left with my last moment to eat and die, I will ever do anything apart from preaching. I am decisive. I don't see myself as a lecturer. I, I can read. I can read more courses if I want to read. But the gifts of God, I had distinction. I don't need it. I'm decisive. I say, I don't need it. I don't need to be called a doctor to survive. I don't need it. Even the reverend is a mistake. I don't what need it. It's a decision. You, what do you don't you don't need that you you, you are not decisive about? Be decisive. And then act swiftly. And act wisely. You see, swiftly doesn't mean foolishness. It's a tactical, strategic move. Act wisely. Wisely. Wisdom is pure. Act wisely. Act wisely. Wisely. Hallelujah. Praise God. All head bows and eyes closed. Head Where do you see yourself by the end of this year? Will you still be where you are today? 
when it is time to soar, your light is come. Now be on your feet. Okay, so now I saw. God bless you for listening to this message today. Visit us on Facebook at GTTI page today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every week. And remember, the future belongs to us, we believe.